0: Money FM 89.3, best of Workday Afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for The Workday Afternoon. Today we are joined by Rashid Al Adha, country manager for Singapore Brunei with Emirates. We're talking travel. Rashid, welcome back to the show.
1: Hello, Clarissa. Thanks for having me back.
0: It's absolutely our pleasure and a very exciting time, both for us, the, the traveller, and for you, the airline. Tell us, things have changed so quickly that, you know, between the time I invited you to the show, to today, yeah. um, the VTL between Dubai and Singapore was announced in February. Today's Singapore reopening our borders to fully vaccinated travellers, removing existing VTLs. Update us. How easy is it to travel between Dubai and Singapore now?
1: It's uh, it's, uh, certainly much easier now to travel between Dubai and Singapore with the uplifting of the VTL flights. Uh, You know, as long as passengers are fully vaccinated, they can easily uh, connect on our seven weekly flights to Dubai to a network of over 120 destinations. So this is a major step in restoring uh, air connectivity to Singapore and to the world, something we've been looking forward to
0: for a long time. I mean, yeah. at the start of COVID, I don't think any of us thought it would be two years before we start thinking about traveling again.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But we're glad that, uh, that the time has come to, you know, restart travel industry has suffered the past two years, uh, as well as many other industries. And I think it's time for us to now look forward to better days to come.
0: Well, the, definitely what travelers have in mind. Now, I've been to Dubai. A lot of us have been to Dubai, but we haven't seen it in a while Remind us, tell us again, what can travellers look forward to from Dubai?
1: Dubai, we, we call uh, the pearl of the, of the world. You know, today uh, marks the last day of Expo 2020 Dubai. Uh, it was dubbed the world's largest showcase of brilliance and achievement. Uh, we had over 20 million visits over the past six months. It was the largest global gathering since the outset of the pandemic. Uh, over 190 countries came together to present ideas on sustainability, mobility, and opportunities for the future. You know, we as Emirates uh, have been a premier partner for uh, Expo 2020 Dubai. Uh, we had our own uh, pavilion, which which basically was themed around uh, the future of commercial aviation. Um, now that this beautiful uh, event has, uh, or is coming to an end today, uh, Dubai still has a lot to offer. Uh, you know, from the beautiful skyline to the um, multiple activities, the beaches, uh, the desert safaris, the that can be done uh, in Dubai and the UAE. Uh, We also have uh, multiple very interesting attractions that have come up recently, such as the Museum of the Future, which is a marvelous uh, architectural uh, masterpiece. And... um, Uh, Also, some new attractions such as the view at the Palm, which is uh, attracting uh, many tourists, you know, uh, have a a nice bird view of uh, the Dubai Palm Island.
0: Actually, I was going to ask you, I haven't seen it in a while, what has changed in the last few years for for those of us who have been to Dubai?
1: Like I said, you know, uh, we were quick to open up Dubai for tourists. We have uh, very high vaccination rates in the UAE and That gave us the confidence to go forward and open up um, uh, for tourism. Um, Multiple attractions came into play. You have the Dubai Frame, uh, new malls that have also uh, been opened. I think there's an ever-changing touristic attractions in Dubai, and there's always creativity to keep coming up with new ideas to attract tourists to Dubai.
0: I love Dubai. I I am not Thank just you. saying that cuz it's you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: I love Thank Dubai. It's it's We a, love
1: Singapore too.
0: Oh, well, Thank you know, you. I had so much fun in Dubai, probably because I had a lot of friends who were working there. Now I have some family who are working and living there, and they were offered the opportunity to move back to Singapore. And they said no, they wanted to stay in Dubai. I
1: I think uh, Dubai is also, uh, I love living in Singapore personally, but um, uh, I think also Dubai is is a melting pot, you know, for different cultures, uh, nationalities, religions. Uh, there's uh, the high tolerance. There's big hospitality coming from our uh, Emirati nature. I think there are many things that attract people to move to Dubai. There's freedom of commerce. Taxes are very low. I think a lot of considerations come into play for people who who move countries, and uh, these are definitely some things that they look at.
0: All right. Now the world is opening up. Hooray for all of us, and all yes. of us are thinking of travel. Now, this is your opportunity to to talk about some of Emirates' new things. One of the new things is your new premium economy cabin. Tell us about it.
1: Yes, we've uh, introduced the new premium economy towards the end of 2020. This product, uh, first of all, has had a very positive response from our passengers. Leather seat, wider, deeper incline, adjustable headrests, rests with a bigger screen than economy class, a 13-inch screen. Our in-flight award-winning in-flight entertainment system ICE is also on on these aircraft. This product has been introduced on our latest six A380 aircraft that we've received lately. Uh, hopefully, we are going to retrofit 67 more A380s uh, with this product. We are also retrofitting 53 of our Boeing 777 aircraft with the product. Currently, we serve a number of flights to London, to Paris, Frankfurt and New York. uh, And we are uh, hoping to bring it to Singapore as soon as possible.
0: Oh, can't wait. Thank
1: you. Thank you very
0: much. Singapore to to Dubai, would it be this plane eventually or or this new Economy cabin.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, we do. Uh, we do hope so. Certainly, uh, prior to the pandemic, we used to fly in uh, two A380s and two triple sevens into uh, Singapore. So uh, whether it was the A380 or the triple seven, we we are expected to get the product hopefully soon. But we don't have timelines yet. All
0: right. Now I'm assuming that in the downtime that was lockdowns and and COVID-19 that as an airline, you did a lot of customer trends and preferences and and data analytics. In this new normal, what is emerging? What are the current consumer trends and preferences?
1: I think after two years of being in a lockdown and not being able to travel freely between countries, um, I think people are seeking more value and money can't buy experiences over like material goods. Travellers are are also caring more uh, deeply about sustainability. 82% said the pandemic has made them want to travel more responsibly in the future. So these are some of the uh, new trends that are coming up uh, in the travel industry. And hopefully we see this materialize uh, into uh, more demand to travel and try new destinations and experiences.
0: Okay, so from the Emirates point of view, you've got that data and the people who fly your travelers want more yeah. responsible traveling. How does Emirates answer these preferences?
1: First of all, look, Emirates is the largest international airline in the world, and uh, we always aim to provide the best possible travel experience, especially as uh, international travel regains its uh, footing. Um, we are, um, first of all, investing in engines, in GE90 uh, engines that are more uh, fuel efficient and hopefully by the end of 2022, we are going to have a 100% Uh, A flight with 100% sustainable aviation fuel. Now, sustainable aviation fuel is the latest buzzword in aviation. And Emirates is committed to uh, environmental uh, stewardship, and we have always been very supportive of efforts to um, develop a commercially viable supply chain for sustainable aviation fuel. For example, in 2020, uh, we operated flights powered by SAF from Sweden and Norway, where some local programs in these countries made it accessible to us, and we also uh, received one of our A380 deliveries with some sustainable aviation fuel in it. So I think we are going to be part of this new development, especially with the new GE90 engines that are coming on our triple seven aircraft. And this is all uh, towards a more sustainable uh, aviation future, because this is a very very important topic uh, in order for us to maintain a a healthy future for generations to come.
0: You're, you're a more eco-warrior traveler's so It's going to be very happy to hear all of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now, let's look at travel trends for 2022. Now, we talked about this before we went live. Where yeah. first? That seems to be everybody's question. You know, the world has opened up. We can finally travel. Where to go first? What are the trends, Rashid? Look,
1: first of all, I I told you in the pre-show that this is a great question. Uh, It's something to reflect on, really. But, you know, we we offer over 120 destinations. So I think we expect travelers to want to fly farther, uh, you know, taking longer trips, going to destinations that are farther away. Uh, I think um, there's going to be... Uh, more focus on group travel in the future because tours have taken a major hit in the past couple of years. We also expect that, and this came from a study, that uh, some people or people would want to get closer to nature. Uh, So we expect a lot of outdoors or destinations with attractive outdoors offerings in them to be uh, part of the new attracting aspects, today's traveller.
0: Okay, I'm going to ask you. Yeah, where are you going first? <laughs> <laughs> Me, <laughs>
1: I, I'm going home first. All uh, right. I'll I'll, I'll I'll start with Dubai, but uh, definitely I'd like a, a beach holiday uh, somewhere uh, for a change, somewhere secluded. Uh, I definitely agree, agree with this. With the this outdoors.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Does Does Greece bake, beckon you then?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Greece is a beautiful country, beautiful islands. Uh, it's definitely on in my bucket
0: list. All righty. Now, before yeah. I let you go, at top of everybody's reference right now, the Ukraine Russia conflict with aviation, yeah. with the travel industry. Does this uh, present challenges to Emirates?
1: Definitely a challenging situation. But uh, our flight, I need to uh, reassure our passengers from Singapore that our flights are unaffected by the uh, Ukraine-Russia situation out of Singapore. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have made uh, some minor rerouting uh, changes to some of the routes, such as uh, Stockholm, Moscow, St. Petersburg, uh, and some uh, of our U.S. flights. Uh, which are impacted by the closure of the um, airspace uh, over a portion of Russia and the whole of Ukraine. Um, As a result, flight times on these routes may be slightly longer. But other than this, we are closely monitoring developments of the situation safety uh, of our passengers, employees, operations of, is of a paramount uh, priority to us. And as a result, we closely monitor the situation to ensure that we are offering a very safe operation to our passengers.
0: All right. That's good to know. We've been Thank speaking you. with Rashid Al-Ada, country manager for Singapore and Brunei with Emirates. Rashid, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you. Thank you very much, Clarissa. Have a great day. I've enjoyed it. I'm Clarissa Montero for The Workday Afternoon. You're with MoneyFM 89.3. To
1: listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.